This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Late Boomers, our podcast guide to creating your third act with style, power, and impact. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Join us as we bring you conversations with successful entrepreneurs, entertainers, and people with vision who are making a difference in the world. Everyone has a story, and we'll take you along for the ride on each interview, recounting the journey our guests have taken to get where they are, inspiring you to create your own path to success. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. Welcome to Late Boomers. Today we would like to end the year 2020 with a tribute to the people who have left us this year. And I'm Mary Elkins. We would like to honor those who've influenced the lives of so many of you. And I would like to take this moment to pay tribute to the one person who influenced my life more than anyone, my husband, Herb Stott, who passed away at the beginning of this year. In his work, he was a trailblazer and produced and directed some of the most iconic TV commercials on the air, including one that featured the only non-political commercial done by a U.S. president, George H.W. Bush, who wanted to bring tourism back to the United States during the Gulf War. My husband and I met when I went to his studio for an audition for a commercial for Hormel Chili, and I got the job and the man. Ah, you hit the jackpot. Yeah, I did. He loved to paint, and his biggest joy was to make everyone around him laugh. And we were married for 30 years. He did make me laugh a lot, Mary. Mm. And sad to say, we lost Kenny Rogers also this year. And Kenny was managed by my husband, Ken Cragen, for 33 years. So when I first met Ken, my husband, I met Kenny that same month when Ken asked me to come to Reno to see Kenny. After that, we traveled the world to Russia, Europe, Australia, everything for Kenny's concerts and appearances. And we did movies with him. We did so many things. We also saw a ton of state fairs and the heartland of America. And Kenny was one of the most generous people you could ever meet. Hmm. And we're still mourning the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG. There's so much to say about her and the legacy she left, not just for the country and our laws, but how she championed women's rights and gender equality. She was tiny and had a soft voice, but when she spoke, people listened. She was a role model for all women and men and set the example for all of us. And because she was there on the Supreme Court, I took my freedom as a woman for granted. and We can't do that anymore. The conservative Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch said that her death was a tremendous loss and he reflected on what it was like to work alongside of her. Gorsuch went on to say, and I'm quoting, as I am the father of two daughters, Ruth was one of the strongest people I've ever met. She faced adversity with grit and determination and always with hope. Her story is going to be an inspiration for generations to come. And you know what my favorite quote attributed to her is, women belong anywhere decisions are being made. I love that from her. I love that too. Yeah. And then we have 
Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Oh man, Kobe Bryant, what can you say? As a Lakers season ticket holder for many decades, I watched Kobe Bryant come to our team in the NBA right out of high school and watched him mature as a player and a man to become the man he was, the role model for so many. My daughter was a basketball player all through school, so we were always aware of all the top players through her eyes as well. I remember where I was when I got the news of the helicopter crash that killed Kobe and his daughter Gianna and seven associates of theirs. It was so horrific and unfathomable that many of us couldn't believe it. People spontaneously gathered at Staples Center in downtown LA and, and at the crash site and the shared grief was palpable. We were all devastated. Kobe was on track to do so much more with his life when it was tragically cut short. Oh, it was so tragic. And then Kirk Douglas, what a long productive life he had, dying at 103. I saw him once having lunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel surrounded by several, several women. He was in <laughs> seventh heaven. <laughs> I bet. You know, yeah, it looked like he was. He was a megastar for decades, and he was given an honorary Academy Award and a Screen Actors Guild Lifetime Achievement Award. And he was the father of three sons, including actor, director, producer, Michael Douglas. And we lost Carl Reiner. Yeah. And Carl was a friend of my husband, Ken Cragen. And though they didn't really hang out, there was a lot of mutual respect between them. Carl was such a man of many talents, his humor, his writing, his producing. He was so brilliant. He always said, when you get up in the morning, read the obit first. And if you're not in it, eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. They made yeah. a documentary about him with a similar title. His son, Rob, is such a talent and hosted the most wonderful Zoom memorial tribute to Carl to which my husband was invited and which I was able to eavesdrop on. Every star in Hollywood had something to say. I met him once when his wife, Estelle, who was a singer, was performing at Hollywood's Roosevelt Hotel. He was there as a support act and he looked after her and I watched him as he placed the microphones on stage and the speakers around the room and the lights in places where she would look the best. They were really a team. Oh, great. Yeah. And then Sean Connery, my favorite James Bond. Mm -hmm. Oh, he gave Bond megawatt wit, grit, and panache. Mm -hmm. He also starred in Alfred Hitchcock's Marnie, The Untouchables, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, The Hunt for Red October. And Sir Sean Connery was knighted by Queen Elizabeth in 2000. Sir Sean Connery was my favorite Bond as well, and I met him a couple of times, and he was delightful and gracious to everyone. He was so used to women worshiping him and falling all over him, he didn't bat an eye. When we were at a party, my husband and I were chatting with him. A woman came up because she wanted to meet him, and she reached out her hand, and he shook her hand, and she said, hi, he said, hi, how are you? And she said, I'm fine now. 
It was just so ludicrous. We were like, our eyes were popping out. It it didn't even face him. He just didn't even think about it, but it became a running joke in our family. Well, I, I would have said the same thing after shaking his hand. I hope not. It was very embarrassing, I thought, for her to see that in front of him. But anyway, we also lost Olivia de Havilland after a long life well-lived. She was the last living lead from Gone with the Wind, who played Scarlett O'Hara's sister-in-law, Melanie, was nominated for five Academy Awards during her 50-year career, and she won two of them. President George W. Bush awarded her with a National Medal of Arts. She was 104, Mary. Wow. Then we lost Chadwick Boseman way too early. He left a legacy of hope and of giving the icon and star of Black Panther, who also starred in Jackie as Jackie Robinson in 42. He played James Brown in Get On Up and Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall in Marshall. And he was in Spike Lee's The Five Bloods and posthumously appeared in Ma Rainey's Bottom, which I haven't watched yet. Have you seen it yet, Mary? I haven't, but I plan on it. And did you know he didn't plan on being an actor? He wanted to be a, a writer and a director. No. And he only took acting classes just to see how to work with actors. But what a great th philanthropist he was too. And he donated his personal time to work with cancer patients and over $4 million worth of PPEs during the pandemic. Wow. Yeah, what a great man. And we'll miss Fred Willard, too. He always made my husband and I laugh. He starred in Modern Family and Everybody Loves Raymond. And two of my favorite films, Best in Show and This is Spinal Tap. I love those films, too. They are my favorites, too. Oh, they're great <laughs> films. So funny. And my husband directed a couple of commercials with him. Fabulous. Yeah. And another man who made me laugh or made everybody laugh, I'm sure, was Jerry Stiller. And he was an Emmy nominee, and he was a comedian, actor, and author, and part of the comedy duo Stiller and Mira with his wife, Anne Mira. And later in his career, he played George Costanza's father on the sitcom Seinfeld. And when Seinfeld went off the air, he starred in King of Queens. He was the father of Ben Stiller, the actor, and father and son appeared together in several films like Zoolander, Hot Pursuit, The Heartbreak Kid, and more. And we also lost Alex Trebek. Mm -hmm. uh, the announcer always did it. Alex Trebek. But he, it was America's favorite game show host and longtime anchor of Jeopardy. And he became one of pop culture's favorite and most loved and respected personalities. He began hosting Jeopardy 34 years ago and rarely missed a show until his death in November 2020. Everyone who watched Jeopardy, as I did whenever possible, loved him so much. He was the smoothest and most erudite game show host ever. Mm. We also lost Regis Philbin, who was yeah. an Emmy winner and beloved TV personality. He was known for hosting talk shows and game shows. And did you know he holds the Guinness World Book record for the most hours on television? I didn't. 15,188 hours on TV. Wow. <laughs> he 
he started as a page on the tonight show he was joey bishop's sidekick on the joey bishop show he was an actor on many tv comedies he hosted new year's eve celebrations with simon cowell he hosted the first season of america's got talent but he was known for live with regis and kelly and who wants to be a millionaire and for being one of the nicest guys in television my husband managed many acts who were helped along their career paths by favorable mentions from him and chats on camera with him. Yeah, what a great man, both he and Alex Trebek. And I'd like to pay tribute to some of my favorite music legends who left us this year, like Little Richard. He was called the architect of rock and roll, and he was one of the first crossover Black artists, and his music spanned the globe. Early in their careers, the Beatles opened for him. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I loved him. Yeah. And I still dance to his music sometimes. Tutti Frutti, Long Tall Sally, Good Golly Miss Molly. He was inducted into the Songwriters and Rock and Roll Hall of Fames. He was awarded with a Lifetime Achievement Award by the Rhythm and Blues Foundation and honored by the National Museum of African Music. And you know, Mary, I think I've heard the Beatles interviewed where they say their roots, he was their mentor and their inspiration, the roots oh, I, of their music. I yeah. didn't know that. And then Eddie Van Halen, who also left us too soon the lead guitarist for his band Van Halen. And he had so many hits like Jump, Panama, Hot for the Teacher, and Bill Withers, mm. the Grammy and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and songwriter Hall of Fame artist, one of my favorite singer-songwriters. He was known for Ain't No Sunshine, Lean on Me. He wrote songs for Gladys Knight and the Pips, and he performed with James Brown, B.B. King, Etta James, and many more. And when I first met my husband, his seduction song for me was Bill Withers. Oh. Oh, yeah. We sat and listened to that album. It was great. Which one? Which song? Well, I think Lean on Me. Lean on Me. <laughs> yeah. And then Ellis Marsalis. He was a jazz pian pianist and the patriarch of the Marsalis family. And Grammy Award winner Helen Reddy, who sang I Am Woman, which came out the same year that the Equal Rights Amendment passed the Senate. It might have helped the amendment pass. And her other well-known song was Delta Dawn. You know, Helen did a lot for women. And Ken and I knew her and her husband manager back in the day. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and then Bonnie Pointer of the Pointer Sisters. And you knew them, didn't you? Yeah, the Pointer Sisters used to open for Lionel Richie when my husband was managing Lionel. So I was around them a lot, and I watched them many times live. They were sensational. Yeah, I loved them. And Trini Lopez, who sang La Bamba and, and others. Is he the one that did Lemon Tree? Lemon tree, very pretty. I can't sing it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Ennio Morricone, the Italian composer who was famous for scoring a number of Clint Eastwood films and Cinema di Paradiso and others. And then we lost a bunch of country singers. Yeah. And they were so good. Quite a few. Mac Davis, 
Ken and I were very friendly with him at one point. He was known as a singer. He was an outstanding songwriter. Kenny Rogers and many others made his songs famous. He wrote one of my favorite songs that Elvis Presley sang, Memories. Ah. And Charlie Pride, Charlie Pride, who sold millions of records and was the first Black performer to become a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. And he had at least 30 number one hits on the country music charts. He won three Grammys, and he was also named CMA Entertainer of, Entertainer of the Year. Wow. I know. He had a stellar career. Yeah. We also lost Charlie Daniels. He was another one who performed with Kenny Rogers and whom I saw many times. I mm. loved his fiddle playing on The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Mm. I never even knew that he started out as a Nashville session guitarist for Bob Dylan and Ringo Starr. I didn't know that either. I remember that Ringo went down to Nashville to do his first solo album. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a great piece of trivia to remember. <laughs> and then there was a Grammy winner, country folk singer-songwriter John Prine. And he was discovered by Chris Christopherson. He wrote about love and life and current events, and he was an army vet, and he worked as a mailman while singing in clubs until his music career took, took off. His songs have been recorded by so many greats like Johnny Cash and Bette Midler and Bonnie Raitt, Randy Carlyle, Miranda Lambert, and George Strait, and that's just to name a few. And then there was the great John Lewis. He left a huge legacy. As a U.S. congressman and one of the foremost civil rights leaders to ever live, who nearly gave his life in the march from Selma to Montgomery across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. As a young man, he was one of the 13 original Freedom Riders, and he chaired the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. And then, so important to 2020, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, and there are others, but they were the people in the spotlight. And they brought so much public attention to the police treatment of blacks, which has been ongoing in this country for so long. And the Black Lives Matter movement took off after they were so brutally murdered. Oh, it was it was so tragic to see. And their but their death deaths fueled the Black Lives Matter movement for people of all color uh, mm -hmm. and all disenfranchised people to fight for liberty, justice, and freedom together and to work to transform the world into a better place. What George Floyd's daughter said still touches my heart when she was asked about her father. She said, daddy changed the world. Yeah. And I want to say one more thing about John Lewis, because after President Obama's swearing-in ceremony, Lewis asked the president to sign a commemorative photograph of the event. And Obama signed it, and I'm going to quote what he signed, which was, because of you, John. And John Lewis lived by this motto, if you see something that is not right, not fair, not just, you have to do something. And then another trailblazer we lost was Chuck Yeager, the Brigadier General and test pilot who was the first to break the sound barrier. And he made a cameo appearance in the film, The Right Stuff. And when he was 89, he co-piloted a McDonnell Douglas F-15 Eagle and he broke the sound barrier again. Wow. 
We lost a couple of famous authors this year too, Mary Higgins Clark and John Le Carre. And we want to say goodbye to some of our most revered sports figures. Gail Sayers, all-pro NFL running back for the Chicago Bears. Don Shula, if not the winningest coach in NFL history, he was definitely one of them. Bob Gibson, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher, nine-time All-Star and two-time World Series champion with two Cy Young Awards. And Diego Maradona, one of the greatest football soccer players of all time. He was one of the two joint winners of the FIFA Player of the 20th Century Award. And also, we want to mention specially all the people who have passed away from COVID-19. And as of today, I don't know, more than 1.6 million people have left us because of the pandemic and more than 300,000, well over 300,000 deaths occurring in the US, the most in the world. We wanna take a short moment to honor them. And with the new year upon us, we want to say goodbye and good riddance to COVID-19, lockdowns, the fires in the West and in the Amazon and Australia, the hurricanes and floods in the East, the explosion in Beirut, Lebanon, riots, civil wars, immigrant camps, terrorist and police brutality all over the world, chaos in Washington, foreign hacking of corporate and government entities. And thank, most of all, our warriors who continue to place themselves in danger every day and night, our doctors and nurses and hospital workers, our fire people, rescue crews and the people working to provide us with food and provisions for our families and loved ones. We would also like to thank online shopping and Instacart. Yeah. And definitely Zoom and YouTube and TV for giving us time, even if virtual time with our family and friends and the music and musicians and stories that helped make our days, helped us to smile and keep us sane. Yeah, and we'd also like to thank parents, teachers and students, the EWN network, our guests and listeners, all who inspired us and gave us a forum to share with them. And we'd like to say hello to the new year, the to the vaccine, travel, restaurants, the theater and movies and theme parks and schools, holidays with friends and loved ones. A safer, more livable environment, a new president and the first woman vice president. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you for being part of our 2020 journey on Late Bloomers. We appreciate you all listening to our episodes. We want to say that 2020 was not all that bad for the two of us. We figured out the world of podcasting. Happy 2021. Thank you for joining us on Late Boomers, the podcast that is your guide to creating a third act with style, power, and impact. Please visit our website and get in touch with us at lateboomers.biz. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Late Boomers, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. 
This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers, eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve one million dollars in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, Go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.